Resilient Solution Podcast, Episode 16, a fresh perspective on problem solving in your relationships. I've got a mind-numbing statistic I want to give you. Are you ready for it? Did you know, according to research, 69% of your relationship problems are unsolvable? Let that wild statistic roll around in your brain for just a few minutes. Well, hello, my name's John Thurman, and welcome to my shortcast, Resilient Solutions, where I help you become more resilient in your personal life, your relationships, your business endeavors, and in your faith. And I'm excited about this topic today. For the past few weeks, we've talked about different issues in marriage, and in the past two weeks, we've talked about how to have a happy husband and how to have a happy wife. And today I'm going to share with you nine things you can do to become better at problem solving in your relationship. Well, I'm excited about today. I hope you'll hold on tight. Listen, you might even want to take some notes or listen to this again. Let's begin. Hey, once again, thanks for joining me today. I'm really excited about today's topic because we're going to discuss perspective and your perspective is your reality, although it may not always be correct. Now, just to start off a little bit, perspective is, is a multi-layered process. For example, I view the world through a series of lenses. I view the world through my socioeconomic background, my ethnicity, my cultural distinctives, my personality, my religious experiences, how I view life, how I view God, things like that. Perspective is really all about understanding the filters that you're viewing life through. Now, I'm a photographer. I'm a serious hobbyist. That is, I try to do enough where I make enough money to buy new gear. <laughs> but one of the things to know about photography is perspective is everything. For example, when I'm shooting someone and maybe they have a double chin kind of like I do, I know the worst thing I can do is shoot them from an angle below their chin or a straight eye level because that will reveal that chin or that or that uh, turkey neck that they have. However, if I shift my perspective up about three to five degrees off the nose where I'm kind of slightly looking down, that has a very slimming effect. Same person, same neck, but different perspective. So it's important that you understand perspective. And today we're going to talk about the three different types of perspectives that relationships experience. So stay tuned, take some notes. This is going to really be good. Now, this all comes from John Gottman's research in his book, uh, Seven Principles for Successful Marriages, a great read. It's been out for a while. It's been updated, but therapists around the world have found that his statistics are rock solid. You see, there are only three types of problems couples face. The first type is a solvable problem. That can be about household chores, some rules and roles and responsibilities in the marriage, disciplined kids, physical intimacy, how we relate with in-laws, things like that. And while saying that, solvable problems for one couple may be about topics that could be perpetual problems for others. When you have conflict over a solvable problem, typically that means that uh, it's something to be discussed. It can be something that looked at. It can be something that can be solved. It's not a big deal. It's simply related to a topic, and a couple are able to come to a discussion and a decision over how to deal with that. And one of the challenges in marriage is really being able to discern between what's solvable and what's unsolvable, and what may be unsolvable at this moment. 
So solvable problems are typically related and situational. For example, it can be about a disagreement about when you go on a date or spend holidays. They have no deeper meaning behind the issue, and it's something you can usually solve through discussion and compromise. The second type of problem that couples deal with is perpetual unsolvable problems. And, and these are the problems that are fundamentally at the core of maybe things like personality, family of origin issues, your lifestyle needs, faith background, any number of things that, that come in, nuances that can have a fairly significant negative or positive impact, depending on how you deal with them and view with them. Unlike a solvable problem, these are issues that the couple keeps circling around. They keep coming back to multiple times over and over and over. A lot of energy is expended on these and very little progress is made on them. Here are a few examples of what an unsolvable problem might be. And I will say this, unsolvable may mean not solvable at this moment. So here are a few of them. Uh, the top four are frequency of physical intimacy, spending habits, how we deal with the family situations, how we're organized. Are we tidy, unorganized, sloppy, or do we get by? These are things that couples typically squabble and fight over. If they're left unchecked, they can grow into something really big. Now, the third types of problems that couples have, and this is the most dangerous and the most corrosive, are gridlock perpetual problems, which are lingering, unsolvable problems that have been mismanaged and become central sticking points for a couple. In many instances, these types of problems have become chronic and very painful. When a couple attempt to engage in a conversation about these issues, it typically goes south with hurt feelings, unresolved conflict, anger, and resentment. Here's some real-world examples of what gridlock looks like. The conflict leaves you feeling rejected by your partner. You continue to try to talk about the issues but never get resolution. And when you do discuss it, you feel more frustrated and hurt after it. Matter of fact, you might see that when you try to discuss these problems or situations, there is no humor. You also might find yourself when you're discussing some of these gridlock perpetual issues that are so corrosive is you dig in your heels and refuse to budge. And over time, you can become rigid in your position. And when you become rigid in that position, that can lead to frustration, anger, bitterness, resentment, and ultimately and sadly, disengagement. So are you with me so far? Pretty sobering stuff, isn't it? Well, where do you tend to camp out? Do you have solvable, unsolvable, or gridlock? The truth is we all have a combination of those. Well, I don't want to beat a dead horse and make you feel bad. I want to give you some tools that you can use to change your perspective and begin to get some victory here. You ready for a little bit of hope and some good news? Well, let's go. I almost double dog guarantee you, if you'll use these steps, you'll feel the tension begin to go down almost immediately. So where do we go from here? Well, first of all, focus on identifying and working on the solvable problems you have. Second, acknowledge the unsolvable, realizing that some of these may one day be solvable, but don't waste too much time and energy on them right now. The truth is unsolvable problems will not ruin the relationship. And my experience has been that you'll be able to solve some of those who either find a way to do it, a willingness to do it, the strength to do it, or a tool. And hopefully I'll be sharing some tools that you can help you kind of break through that. Number three, if you find that you're in perpetual gridlock, it might be time to reach out for some help. Maybe a trusted friend, a pastor, or a counselor, or a work-life coach like myself. Here are nine things that you can do beginning today to enhance your problem-solving skills. You ready? Number one, awareness. 
Work on conversations about your solvable, unsolvable, and possible gridlock issues. Don't beat them to death, but just have an awareness and, and talk about them. Secondly, keep an open mind. As the two of you look to consider the types of problems that couples face, it's important you keep an open mind and be able to find some things you can agree on in order to move forward. Three, please, 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 please do not try to change the other person. Never works. Number four, grow in your understanding of your partner. After all, you are pretty quirky and learn to lean into their quirkiness because you're quirky. It's really key that we turn towards our partner here. Lots of times the bitterness is there and can push away. So turn towards your partner. Number five, pick the sword you're going to fall on, but pick your battles carefully. Number six, fight fair. And next week, I'll give you 10 tips on how to have a fair fight. Number seven, learn to communicate clearly and directly. Number eight, remember, not all problems are solvable. Number nine, pray. It can't hurt. Who knows? It might help. Matter of fact, we know that when a couple asks God to enter in their problems, they tend to have more resilience and understanding of how to solve them. And let me share with you just a couple of verses as we wrap up. And this is out of uh, the New Testament book of James, chapter 1, verse 19. Be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to get angry. And then another one from the book of Colossians chapter 4, verse 6 says this, Let your conversations be gracious and attractive, so you'll have the right response for everyone. Those two pieces of ancient scripture can infuse hope, energy, and positivity into your communications as you seek to have the proper perspective as you face the challenges of married life today. Folks, I hope you'll take what I've shared here today and use it to improve your relationship. I promise you, if you begin to make just a little bit of movement towards your spouse with new understanding, it will dramatically impact your marriage in a positive way. Hey, I'm John Thurman. Thank you for listening to me. For more information about me, go to www.johntherman.info. That's www.johntherman.info. If you have any questions, email me at john at johntherman.info. If you'd like to to set up a free 20-minute telephonic consult, just call or leave me a voicemail at 505-343-2011. That number, once again, is 505-343-2011. By the way, if you're listening to this through Buzzsprout, the show notes are in the app. If you're listening through one of the other podcast outlets, you can just go to my website, john at johntherman.net forward slash blog, and look for the most recent blog on problem solving in your relationship. And once again, I'd love to hear from you. Shoot me an email, leave me some comments, questions. Uh, this is for you. And if you give me feedback and tell me about some things you want to learn more about, I'll be glad to share with you some tips, tools, and truth that I've learned with over 55,000 hours as a therapist and 49 years of marriage. Be sure to join me next week when I'll be giving you 10 rules for having a fair fight in your relationship. Take care. God bless. And remember, this is a day that the Lord has made, and I will make a choice to rejoice and be glad in it. Thanks. See you next time. <music>